Shalom, good people. Shalom. We're back again with another episode of Exercising Your Faith podcast. I'm Anita Armstrong, and I will be delivering the message today. And this whole thing came about when I was sitting in church, in the church that I go to, and our pastor was delivering the message. When he said the word keys, hello, when he said the word keys, my whole everything just shook. I just was sitting there. I, I'm in charge of the social media and the media and the production and all that stuff. So I'm sitting there with the camera, looking at him through the lens. Everything that I'm telling you had such a profound and significant moment. It was everything was just, I'm sitting there looking at him through a lens, okay? Looking at him through a lens as he begins to talk about the keys. And you know how Minister Terrell has been talking to us about keys well before 2024, right? As we were getting into 2024, well, here we are, and we've been here for a good minute now, all right? And so as he began to talk about keys and heaven and opportunities and doors unlocking, I'm just sitting here like, oh my goodness, I have to figure out some way somehow to be able to share as much as I possibly can. You know, he preaches for an hour. We're only here for about 15, 20 minutes. So I'm going to give you nuggets. And I'm thinking what's going to happen is, and and I, I had no time to go through this or anything like that. I'm thinking that this will be a part one and part two. That's what I'm thinking because I just... I'm just going to go and flow how God tells me. I just don't feel that I'll be able to stick all this in one sitting. So we'll just have to gnaw on it and that's okay. We can gnaw on it a little bit and come back in a few days, right? So this will be part one and this particular message, and I'm going to to, uh, make sure I give credit to my pastor, Senior Pastor Billy J. Lewis Jr., of Nolanville. Okay. And he is the one who presented this message. The title of it is you have the keys to break free. Amen. You have the keys to break free. And I will also put the link, um, in here that if you want to go over onto the, uh, the church Facebook page and look at other things, but I, I handle all that part too. So, you know, I'm going to give as much as I can here, but the rest of it, you know, you'll have to go over to the church page, but I'm going to give you the meat. Okay, I'm going to give you the meat of this. And this is really awesome for a study, like a weekly study or an in-depth study. Like this is not a touch at one time and done thing. This is is something that I truly believe will help us to understand these keys. And at the same time, before I jump into anything more, this is a really sensitive time, guys. If you are struggling to focus, if you are desperate, like your your spirit is aching to get right with God, there's a reason. Just do it. Don't 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 try to fight against it. You know, there, there are times when you're fighting against your own angels. You're fighting against your own people who God has sent you. Just put it down. If you are struggling, put it down. Put the struggle down and just fall in line with what God is saying. Stop it. Just stop it because you don't have time to fight. You don't have time to fight against it. You need every second you can get to get in it. Okay? All right. So let me go ahead. All right. So the title of today's message, we talked about that already. And we are going to be looking at Matthew 16, 
Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Again, this is called, you have the keys to keys to break free. And this will be our part one, right? And so the question came about was, how do we know we have keys? What are we talking about? How do we know we have access? How do we know we have power? How do we know we have authority, right? And so when you look at Matthew 16, verse 19, and a little bit on, maybe down to verse 20, you will see that Jesus tells us that God will give us the keys to heaven. And that's how Pastor Billy delivered it, right? And so when we go to Matthew 16, and I'm going to read it, I'm going to be reading, I believe this is the NIV chapter 16, and we're going to go to verse 19. Let me make sure. Okay, 16, and we're going to go to verse 19. I'm using my electronic devices and all that stuff. I have five screens going on here. Okay, and so verse 19 reads, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Who? He said, I, Jesus, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Verse 20, then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah, right? That right there caught me with the keys. So whatever we bind on earth, whatever we we loose on earth, it will also happen in heaven, right? And so I'm going to go down in the notes here. Go down here in the notes. And Pastor Billy was saying that we spiritually have to line up ourselves. That's why when I just said, you know, don't fight against it, don't push against it, fall in line, right? He was saying that we spiritually have to line up to God's will according to the word. And according to how God is having us to move and God will deliver us to the winds. So, you know, you may say like me, for instance, I have this task, this task, and this task. The middle part, I know the end, I know I'm supposed to end over here, but that middle part is just not lining up. A lot of us, it's finances. A lot of us, it's time. A lot of it is us, it's the education or the access. We don't, we don't qualify according to man's, man's rules and man's stipulations. But when you're doing it the way that God says, he qualifies you. You don't have to have the paper. He will supernaturally provide you with all that you need and it will line up in the natural. Just bottom line, okay? And so when we line ourselves up with discipline, obedience, and our faith with what the word is saying, then God will make sure that we arrive where we need to be. And it is his win and we just happen to show up for the celebration. We're just there, but it's his win, okay? It already happened in the supernatural. It just needs to happen in the natural. And so when we're talking about keys, pastor was saying that the keys of the kingdom are used in so many different ways. And one of the ways that it's used is through our mouth, what we're saying. And when you look at Proverbs 18 and 21, and I want you to take upon yourself to look up Proverbs 18, verse 21, it will talk about speaking life and death. I remember there were some times when I said some really terrible things, terrible things, you know, uh, to my daughter when she was younger, right? Terrible things, uh, angry. She was disobedient. My daughter was very challenging. I'll put it like that. She was that one, but I was also challenging when I was young. My mother said some terrible things to me. And so I'm sitting here as I'm learning and God is developing me and I'm growing and I'm just sitting here like, man, you know, there's some things that I spoke on my daughter that are now 
as a woman, I spoke against her as a child, as a little girl, I said some terrible things. And so now, now that she's older and we're developing, we're, we really are in a place where we're trying to develop that friendship with your adult child type thing. And I'm sitting here thinking like, I, I have, I've caused her some setbacks. I truly believe I did. So to counter that, now I'm speaking life. I'm speaking life. Even if she says something to me like, mom, I'm tired, I'm frustrated. I'm, I, I don't know why this always happens to me. I don't understand why I'm being punished. I say, well, you know, you definitely are learning. You definitely are further along than you were. You know, I try to say those things to counter and counsel out some of the things that she was saying at, without causing an argument or anything like that. I, you know, God is going to provide it. You just keep focused. You're doing so much better than you, you used to. I'm very proud of you. I say things like that. And honestly, those little nuggets help her to calm down. It helps her to, to push forward and to keep fighting and to, and to fall on God's word. And she's now speaking scripture back to me. She just recently went to church. So I'm telling you, prodigals do come home. Man, prodigals do come home. Prodigals do come back. And so she went to church this past Sunday on her own where she lives. Her and her friends, they went to church. She even sent me a picture of her outfit. You know, she was, she was so, and it was modest. You know, the, the, the trend right now is very skin and very tight. And so she had a church outfit, you know, and I was just like huge. That was massive for us. That's a win right there. Right. And so we need to make sure that we're speaking life when death situations were seem to appear where well, we can speak life. We can speak, we can speak strength and we can speak power and we can move through those situations. Amen. And so looking at my notes here, pastor Billy also mentioned that keys are used to enter doors of opportunity right? We have our bracelet, our three charm bracelet. We have a key on it. Minister Terrell has been talking about keys. We know that 2024, what did we say? That God's going to open some doors, plural for us in 2024. When we spoke last, one of our last messages, we were saying that our friends from Italy say when, when one door is shut, God opens up two more doors right? And so we have keys, plural. I keep saying that, emphasizing keys, whatever situation you're in, whatever you're at, focus on speaking life and understand you have keys and God has doors that are open, right? And so some of it is that we got to put the key in it to go through it. Then other ones, God has blown that door wide open. All we have to do is step forward. Amen. So opportunities, opportunities, opportunities. So again, keys are used to enter doors of opportunity. Where we are currently is not our permanent destination. We know this, right? We may be struggling right now, but this is not always. This is building up and leading to something more. We have keys that are used to permit and to forbid. We have keys that we can say, I'm locking this down. I'm done with this relationship. I'm done with this situation. I'm done with this job or whatever it may be. I'm done with negative talking. I'm done with self-doubt. I'm done with this, this eating habit. I'm done with this, this medicine habit or whatever it is. I'm done with it. I'm moving forward. So we have keys to shut down some stuff, lock it up, push it back keep it at, at bay. And then we have keys that's going to allow us to open up and move forward. So, and when you look at Matthew 16 and 19, and again, that's another verse for you to look at Matthew 16 and 19, 
it lets us know that scripture right there helps us to understand that we have what God says we have. God said it. It, we don't have to let somebody else qualify us or tell us that we can have it. Oh, man telling you that you can have that. If you hear some little jingling, that's my bracelet. You hear it? That's my three charm bracelet. And so we don't, we, we don't have to wait on somebody else to give us permission. God says it in the scriptures that what is for us is for us. We need to declare, we need to decree the word over our lives. If anything else, if you're struggling with whatever, get your scripture and prepare. My mother used to say, you get ready the night before you don't get up that morning and then start to get ready and then expect to be on time unless you're going to wake up in enough time to do that. I'm not one of those people. I need to get my stuff done as much the night before because I'm a, I'm working on it. I hit the alarm eight, five, seven, 29 times before I actually get out the bed. Right. And so by then I get up and I literally have just enough time or no more time to hurry up and move on and move out. Right. And so we need to make sure that we are preparing ourselves by having scriptures available, whether it's in our memory, on our device, pent up on our word. My sister and I, we like to pin stuff on our mirror. I will literally use eyeliner and write it on like if an idea or God is telling me something and I don't have a pencil or paper nearby, I will write down, I will write it on my mirror in the restroom. And so when I go in the bathroom, it's mine, it's my bathroom. So whatever, I'm the only one that uses it. So I go in there and I see what's on the mirror for me and it stays up there until God says, take it down. It could be months, it could be weeks, it could be a year. It doesn't matter. It's mine. No one goes in there but me. And so write it down, write your scriptures down, have them available. Make sure that you are declaring and decreeing the word over your life, over your children's life, over your husband, over your future, over your present, over your health. Declare the word over your life. Acts 2 and 24, pastor gave a bunch of scriptures. And so I think I'm going to end on this little segment, you know, that I'm in right now. But Acts 2 and 24 shares that Jesus came to earth to set us free from the sting of death. These are his exact words, how he said it, from the sting of death and the victory of the grave. Jesus came and Jesus came because God sent him. He said, I love you so much. Over the Valentine's Day, I wore a shirt that says love is an action, right? God loves us so much that he sent a soldier from heaven to come down and to fight the battle and to win and to come back home victorious. Amen. And so knowing that, that God sent Jesus to free us, we definitely, we, we must, I want to, I, I, I'm saying this, I, I feel like we owe it to Jesus. We owe it to God to live the best that we can. And it's all outlined in the scripture. We don't have to live hard or make it hard. It's right here. And that's where it comes in with that struggling and fighting and arguing and, and, and you know, doubt and fear and all that. That's nothing to promote you to towards success. It's to hinder you and keep you bent and bound. So it's very important that we need to remember that God sent Jesus down here and what he went through, the passion of the Christ, what he went through for so that we can have victory. We can have keys to heaven. We can have access. Amen. Romans 12. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm almost finished here. 
Romans 12, I'm going to put a little mark here so I know that this is where I need to pick back up at after this one. So Romans 12, when you read verses one and two, it says here, like when you read that, it just a little note here. It says that we must go to the spring of living water daily. It's not enough that we go on Sunday only or just on Christmas, you know, or, or every other, every other year, or only when there's a birth in the family or a christening or, or a baptism, you know, it's important that we go to the word, the spring of living water daily, 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 every 24 hours. Every time you, you, you lay down for the night, you do your prayers, you go to sleep and you rise up, let's get it again. Let's do it again. Okay. The angels are waiting for you. Jesus is there. God is there. Like, where are we at? We don't want to be absent. You know, I call it my executive meeting. Don't miss your own meeting. Get in there and daily commune, go to the spirit of living water daily. If we don't, we will become stagnant. You guys already know. You already know what I'm going to say about that. Stagnant water stinks, okay? Stinking thinking will promote disease, right? Disease or disease. And we have to go before God daily. We have to get into connection. We have to pray and we have to get in our word daily so that we do not conform unto the world. And that is huge, especially with our college and young adults. There's so much out the oh. There's so much out there, you know, you want to feel part of, you want to be trendy, you want to fit in. Everybody wants to be a YouTuber, trend, uh, influencer. Everybody wants to get in front of somebody and get all these likes and shares and, and attention. Well, you got to be careful with that because you're, you're tap dancing real close to the fire, the fire that's not good you know, tap dancing real close. So we need to make sure that we are constantly in connection and in relationship with God learning every day. I tell my kids that every day you want to get 1% closer to God. You want to do 1% better than yesterday. I'm not saying a whole mile, a big chunk, just, just, just a tap bit better and more than you did the day before. When you add that up over a period of 21 months or seven weeks or whatever, that is huge success. But just each day, just do a little bit more, just a little bit better in your relationship and knowing God and listening to God. And if you are struggling, and I keep saying that because there are some places where I struggle, okay? I'm not delivered. I'm not all the way there. Like I'm real good on a lot. Then there's some stuff that I may not have shared with you or unless you live with me or there's some things that even just that nobody knows that I deal with just myself that I'm like, God, this has to break. It has to. I need this to break and I need his help to do it. So I have to go to him daily. I have to declare daily. I have to constantly, continuously be in meditation and being in prayer about, I want a change. I need a change. So I have to activate my faith. I have to exercise my faith and I have to watch my walk. Who am I connected to? Who am I needing to disconnect from? Amen. Okay. I'm going to end with that. So good. So, so, so good. And we will come back again in a few days to, um, 
go over part two, maybe a three. There's so many notes. Just I'm just pulling out the big chunky meat parts for us to to use here at the podcast. But again, that that message came from Senior Pastor Billy J. Lewis Jr. of uh, Faith Christian Church in Nolanville, Texas, and he gave a mighty, mighty word. So good. And it was called, You Have the Keys to Break Free. And I believe that. And if you believe it, say it. I have the keys to break free. Amen. I have the keys to break free. And if you are wanting a three charm bracelet for yourself or a loved one, I mean, it's an amazing tool. Of course, we prayed over them and before we get them in the mail and just to be able to listen to, you hear it? It's on my, it's on my wrist. And whenever I'm having a moment or I'm like, "Mm, I do, I really want to engage in this conversation right now. I'm feeling like I'm about to possibly say some things I need to apologize for or whatever it may be, especially with moving into what God is wanting me to move into, especially with that. It is a wonderful reminder that God already opened the door. I just got to move closer to the door and walk through the door. Amen. So the bracelets are $5. Shipping and handling thus far, it's looking like it's about $5.75 in the United States. And if you are buying three or four, you know, I could put it in the same envelope. And and for the most part, the shipping doesn't change very much just because they are very lightweight. But if you're sending them to different locations, and yes, it's like $5.75 per address. That's just how it is, guys. I, I I wish I wish it was different, but that's how it is. And postage is constantly going up. But the bracelets are $5 and they have three charms on them. I did get some new things in, some new beads and all of that stuff. And I was looking at them the other day. I was like, God, do you want me to do anything with that? I don't know. I don't know if he wants me to add or I don't know, but they're here. I bought some things. They're there. They're gold and um, gold toned, same type of bracelet and all that stuff, but it would just be the gold version. I don't know. He didn't. I just know I have them and we'll see what happens. Who knows? It may be earrings. I don't know. Who knows? But God knows, right? So you all be blessed. Continue doing what you're doing and be the best at what you are doing and make sure that you understand that you're doing this unto the Lord. Nobody else. You're doing it unto the Lord and God is pleased when you are obedient and you walk in your faith. So with that, you all be blessed. I will be before you again in a few days and we will get on to that part two. If this message spoke to you, if this message helped you to see something different, if this message has encouraged you, share it with somebody, share it with at least three friends or share it with your mother or share it with your child, your sister, share it with somebody. Don't keep it all to yourself. Somebody out there can be blessed by this word on today. Remember, God loves you. I love you. And we're going to come again before you again real soon. You all be blessed. Shalom.